0: Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy Ryback. Thank you for joining me. Ladies and gentlemen, good to see you guys. Thursday afternoon, late afternoon, beautiful weather here in Vegas. Starting to warm up a bit, but still very, very nice weather for the most part before the, the pure hell sets in. Uh, probably starting either end of the month or early, early May. It will start kicking in, and, and then we're going to be in the hundreds uh, all the way to probably September. So enjoying it while we can. I'll take the dogs out for a nice little walk here in a little bit. Uh, I want to thank everyone streaming on Instagram, the Big Eye Ride Back 22. TikTok, we're back. Got a contact. We got everything all set back up over there. I asked, why was uh, I... Uh, Permanently banned? Oh, you did nothing wrong. We don't know why you were permanently banned. Odd. And but my account has taken a major hit on there once again. Uh, all the momentum that I built up—it's uh, almost like I'm in like on uh, like on a timeout for doing something wrong, and uh, just very odd the timing of this kind of stuff. Like, and I already know. I already know. And I'm just—I'm over it. But. We're back. I appreciate those of you that that pop in on the stream. And uh, obviously, Ryback TV, Ryback on uh, YouTube, Ryback Rules on Twitch, and Ryback on Twitter. Thank you guys for joining the Ryback Show. This podcast, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement supplement company, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly, uh, for men and women on FeedMeMore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 on feedmemore.com. Sign up for my massive savings email and text message program. You get to get 25% off just for signing up for those each for your next two orders for each one. Uh, and also you get the each week exclusive discounts we get. Uh, like today you could have gotten a free bottle of GTS with your orders of our GTS go to sleep. With that, and you're also we're giving away free shirts uh, on the website uh, all the way until inventory is out for the month of April. On that, so check that out. Uh, you can save and you can get a free shirt with your order: Feed Me More Nutrition Hungry T-shirt, premium shirt. Uh, so swing by FeedMeMore.com after the show, whenever you want, and uh, check out the best supplements on the planet. Super chats are brought up on the screen here on Ryback TV. I'll try to also get to an Instagram or a TikTok on the on the streams as well. At different points, it's a little harder. Oftentimes, it, the comments go a lot really fast on there, uh, and uh, but this is more for. I always ask you guys on the on the streams. On um, the purpose of those is if you go and subscribe to Ryback TV for free, your questions can be answered on here. I get the super chats, I pull those up on the screen, and then I answer the other questions that I see uh, as they go along. Good to see everybody in here into the uh, into the chat today. What do we got going on? I just got back, I had to, did a big uh, back workout, and uh, 30 in the sauna, which I wanted to do longer, but my phone overheated, and uh, I tapped out at 30, and uh, and then came back and, and had my post-workout meal, and, uh, and here we are, rocking and rolling before I do some more uh, scar tissue work on the shoulder. You need a job, can I hire you to work in the warehouse? Why well, use a fulfillment company? that I pay every month and, and they do that, my customer service and I have meetings with them and, but they hire their own people. there and I don't, I'm not familiar uh, or aware if they are hiring at the moment, they're a very large, uh, center for supplement companies, uh, in, in the business that they do. Kevin asks, Hey, what's your take on cryotherapy? Uh so I'm a big on on I have the, I have a cold tub at my house I got while I was in, with WWE uh by this company called Cold Tub. They do a lot of the custom made NFL collegiate, uh, I think some high schools where they put your logos, they put like the Ryback rules and feed me more. They wrapped it. And uh they're expensive though. I have a single unit just for me, and it covers me all the way to my neck essentially, and I could get my whole body in there. My shoulders just barely fit, but uh so otherwise I would have had to get the next level, which was like a hot tub on a cold tub, like the same size. Uh, but the one I got was like $13,000. And uh, I have it out back plugged in and I will do it. Uh, I haven't done it in a while, but uh, in the summertime, I usually hop in it two times, three times a week. It's because I feel really good. Now I was doing it almost every day for a period of time. Uh, you also can go to the cryotherapy uh, businesses where they have, you go in and it's those with those machines and it, it's only like two or three minutes. And I have done that. Uh, and it was, it was cool. Um, I prefer the actual cold tub and with the water, uh, I find but just simply for one, I have it at my house and time wise, like the, the time and effort it takes to like the places like the place that was here in Vegas was almost, it's 45 minutes to an hour from my house. And uh, I remember I stopped by there a couple times times uh, when I got off the road before I got my cold tub, like from when I got home off the road and get to get from the airport, it was like on the way home. So I was like, ah, but even then it like added a significant period of time of like going in and then like just getting set up. And it's not like, it might be only two or three minutes, but you might be in there for 30, 40 minutes for, from start to finish, you know, you know, you got to wait till afterwards. You got to, let your body kind of warm back up again. Otherwise, you're like Terminator 2 when he gets hit with that night. The What was it that, that froze the, the liquid metal Terminator and he starts breaking when he's walking? You don't want that to happen, you know? Roland says, but I love it. I do believe it. it's very beneficial for uh, helping uh, eliminate or lessen inflammation. Uh, Roland says, uh, Hey, Ryback, your wake up unlimited energy pre-workout is awesome. How long before the workout do you recommend taking it? Uh, I think it's up to you. It's going to, it will actually hit harder if you take it on an empty stomach as well. Um, with that, I like, I take mine first thing in the morning when I wake up, I literally wake up and take wake up unlimited energy. Uh, and then I'll do a coffee, one black coffee before my workout in the afternoon. And then I'll usually do a decaf at night or either that, or I do like tea or Zevia's uh, with water for the remainder of the day. Um, but I would believe if you time it out at 30, if you want to take it 30 minutes out or like, I like to sip on it like in the morning and I, I'll like fill it back up with water a little bit. I really like the taste of all the flavors. And I, 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 I don't, the like, guy, I, I take my time. I don't like shoot it or chug it. A lot of people depends on, they they all take it different ways. I would say give it at least 30 minutes. Um, or like drink it on your way to the gym. That would also be depending on how long your ride is. And then, but just, and if that doesn't, if it seems like you need to take it a little sooner or, you know, or you get to the gym and you want to chug it in the car right before you go in, like then, then you're like, all right, let's go. You know, that it's just, I think it's dependent on, That, But I would at least try to give it 30, but you may not need that long. Super chat. Kayla, thank you very much. Ryback, I absolutely love you. That's not a horrible way to start off. Thank you. Uh, You are an extremely underrated wrestler, and I hope to see you back in the ring. I wish I could meet you someday. Thank you very much. Uh, I hope to be able to meet you too. And uh, I've always said uh, I don't believe I'm underrated. I think it depends on the crowd you're talking to and – I think if you look and see, and like especially my TikTok, and like I said, this isn't the most followed wrestler on TikTok behind The Rock, essentially. And Great Collie. we got to—I always leave off Great Colley. I got it. I got it. Otherwise, I'm being dishonest. Behind The Rock and Great Collie, I think that speaks volumes from being suppressed on my other account and still being able to garner that much attention. That I'm not underrated. That I'm appreciated. I was a lot of people's favorite wrestler. I know this. I know this based off my experience and in knowing with that, and I do believe by a certain portion of people I am underrated and hated, and they've chosen to believe the lies and not. They don't care. That's fine. And I've always. It just depends on what side of the the coin or crowd you're you're hanging out with or listening to, right? And uh, and that and that's and that's fine with that. But I do appreciate the kind comments, and uh, I've always said like I'm very confident in my abilities, and I always just kind of smile. When I see all the negatives, are like, oh, he was dangerous. He hurt everybody. I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. That's why they just kept putting me in there with all the other top people all the time. That's exactly what you would do with somebody. That's why I got in trouble literally never, right? Like, And I would always like to, like, people will go, oh, you gave Dolph Ziggler a concussion. Dolph got yelled at after that having a concussion. I got yelled at by Vince for not taking his head off even he harder. I swear to God, I've talked about this. And because it dolled in a duck all the way down on a on a planned duck on that, and they don't like you throwing clotheslines where you go up. And I was taught that way as well. Horrible, unfortunate incident with that. But I'm like, if that's what you're using to call, and granted, I'll take the blame on it all day long. I wish, I, I wish, I wish I would have thrown high on it, you know. And it happens, like it's just something. But like, it's it's to to try to like, I go. I've never ended anyone's career. We got guys that are in top positions of different companies. That have literally ended guys' careers, and I'm the bad guy that's never hurt anyone. Never, not punk. Never broke his ribs. A lie. Never the table broke. He landed on padding. Another lie. He never did the backstage stuff he talked about. If he did, there would have been a physical altercation, which he would have been terrified of, which was why he did it. And, and that one, I didn't get in trouble. So it's like I could always shut down the lies and the things and with people. But I uh, I don't think I'm underrated at all by anyone. And if the people that think it, I don't. They don't matter to me. And uh, in that sense, like if they if they have hate or negativity and I think I'm 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 rated appropriately by the people that like me and uh, because I know what I'm capable of and I've done. But I hope to meet you and uh, talk about my 10 minute long answer to your super chat. (laughs) Thank you very much, Kayla. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Coffee money is always appreciated. Let's see. BT, thank you, buddy. Had a rough day on the job and watching your streams really helps keep me positive. Thanks. Thanks uh, so much, big guy. You're very welcome. I hope your day improves a little bit, buddy. That's the key to, you know, life can kick us in the ass and we're going to have great days, good days, bad days. And we, we try to not string as many bad days together and you know, one day we may be really down and then the next day we may wake up and feel really, really good. And like, well, how come I felt really down? And we don't really can't explain it. Certain things happen. Somebody might say something. I just find knowing the things that make us happy and doing those things. And so I appreciate that I'm able to help bring you a little bit of happiness um, uh, when, when we do the, the back show. So thank you very much. Direx Direxify says, I've really hoped someday to get to meet you uh in a very random place like a Walgreens. Uh the first thing I'm gonna do is ask where's the singlet? <laughs> it would not it would not shock me, Direxify. I uh I've talked about that on the latest feeding time on Ryback TV, which we're about to hit 399,000 subscribers here really, really any day. And uh then uh the the to get to four hundred and it's been at a snail's pace lately. And uh but I'm I'm hoping we could uh pick up the pace once again and get red hot and on the quest to a million subscribers. Although I have a feeling even when I get to a million subscribers, it's still gonna be the same like view rates. I thought when I first started the channel and I was at like fifty thousand, I was like doing the math and like when I was seeing what I was making on ad revenue. And I was like, oh my God, by the time I was at this point now, I thought I would be bringing in like $20,000, 25000 a month in ad revenue on this. No, it's way less than when I first started the channel, which doesn't make any sense, but it is what it is. What are you going to do about it? We've got another super chat, J. Killer King. Thank you very much. Hi, big fan. I appreciate the, the super chat sip a decaf coffee. Oh, it's opening day with baseball. I did not know that, man, I grew up playing baseball my whole life. I forgot. I'll have to put the game on TV here. I used to watch baseball all the time when I played it growing up. I all summer long, man. I remember always love watching. I love the Dodgers. I loved watching, uh, the, uh, the Cubs play Sammy Sosa uh, with uh, Harry Carey calling the games in the summertime. As a kid, I'd go to the pool, watch a Cubs game in the afternoon, <clears throat> play, play outside, man. What a, what a childhood. Um, and uh, I love watching like Seattle Mariners games. Was it Jay Bruner, Ken Griffey Jr. Those were my guys. I, I loved that. I loved watching them. And uh, obviously Mike Piazza, Eric Caros, Ra- Raul Mondesi on the Dodgers before Piazza went to the Mets. Barry Bond with the Giants, huge Mark McGuire fan. I've seen Mark play uh, here in Vegas. They had a, um, a preseason game at the, the uh, AAA field. It was the Las Vegas Stars at the time. I think they changed the name. They were the 51s, and I think they've changed it once again. Uh, and I, I've been out of the loop on baseball for a long time even though I've gone to a game here and there. I do love it. Let's see what else we got going on. Uh, What other questions we got? I did catch... uh, I caught... Part of Monday Night Raw, the the Raw after WrestleMania, uh, I saw the Cody Rhodes promo, which I thought was a, a fantastic promo. Thought it was very well done and delivered, and uh, and I, I, I'm I'm curious to uh, see that story play out and uh, and see curious to see how he's continued to be used uh, in the upcoming months. Uh, <clears throat> in that and what kind of contract he signed with that and to see, because uh it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting, but I, I'm, I'm happy he's off to a, to a hot start doing the media rounds and, and doing well. And uh we'll just have to wait and see what unfolds with his storyline. I think they've done a good job. They painted the picture that he's there and he came back uh, because the, uh, the world title, the heavyweight championship is the one thing that is, Uh, eluded his family and uh he is returned uh to fulfill that that dream uh of of his fathers of his brothers and i think that is uh i think it's a great storyline and the fact that that is the storyline gives hope that that he will have a uh championship run in wwe at some point in time so i think that is uh and obviously, a lot of things get factored into there, and staying healthy, and, and the timetable on all that. But, and like I said, a lot goes into what kind of deal you signed as well. And uh, <clears throat> we just have to wait and see. I uh, I remember though. I remember like Alberto Del Rio came back, and signed for a lot of money, and uh, and he he told me. I remember we had a conversation, and he just he, this was after things went sour the second time after he came in and I think he beat Cena for the US title, if I'm not mistaken. And he said, he just goes, if I could just tell you anything, it was in it was in, in not exact words, but it was don't just sign for money. And uh he goes, because that doesn't matter. Like that the money it might be a lot to the individual, but to, to Vince it's it's play money and it he he has a lot of it and he could fulfill his uh whatever he wants. <clears throat> And give you and maybe satisfy you initially, but then you know Jim Ross always says happiness in the business comes from from cash and creative. Uh, and you know I've heard Kurt Angle recently say like they can they can go together uh, as well with that. Oftentimes, because the better your creative is, oftentimes the better your cash is. You're a lot happier, unless you sign for a, a huge amount though. Um, and that's what Jim was talking about. You could sign for a huge amount and creative might be promised to be good initially, which they oftentimes will do when you resign or sign a new deal. But if you don't get things in writing, they could turn the tables whenever they want. And you have to be a professional and fulfill that with that. So that is where I'm curious, but I, I would think that he had some things put in place to to protect him a little. I'm not, I'm not sure though. If he's betting on, on the, on the goal, <clears throat> I've seen that go sour. A lot for people so but i don't i don't i don't know if that would be the case or not for this that's what intrigues me as as watching from the outside and knowing what i know uh, i do i i'm not a, i'm not a huge beer guy i drink uh i i drink uh red wine like on every friday is my red wine night and uh i usually just stick to that i don't do any hard liquor anymore outside every once in a while i'll get like those vodka seltzers I, uh, I I just I prefer red wine. Drinking it with water, I don't have a hangover. I get a nice little buzz. It's my way of relaxing. I'll have it with my my carb day tomorrow, and then I go into a twenty four hour fast once a week, and uh, which I do need to do a forty eight hour fast here soon. And who knows? Maybe I'll even do that this week. We'll see. But uh, it's uh, I'm, I I don't I I, I had be- I had some beers up during the Super Bowl. And not bad, not bad. I don't, I, I don't mind. I just think, I think as you get older, and it depends. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really striving to get back and be my all time best. So I have a really structured schedule. I'm training really hard right now. I don't know if you could tell how freaking jacked my traps are getting. I'm starting to, uh, starting to get into the big guy Ryback mode a little more, and uh, physically, and, and I'm training heavier and heavier. And which that's why I'm going to come out with my workout program that uh, I've used and had a lot, a lot of success with unpacking on size and strength and we'll get that up and running. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, I, I don't go too crazy on the drinking. And, uh, and like, even when I, I do my red wine night, it's limited to where I don't get trashed and like where I, you know, not like that four locos I did years ago for the, where that was never even meant to be a bad night. I didn't realize Four Locos were like the deadliest drink that you could buy. If you ever want to see on the arch- archives here, just do uh, the Del Loco, Del Taco Four Locos video. It was after I hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. I, did, I celebrated by doing a live while drinking. I, I bought four Four Locos, and I didn't know if I was going to drink them all, but they were the big green apple ones, and uh, – I had two during the broadcast, uh, and then I had a, my buddy at the time called, and I did. Uh, I, I ended up drinking two more of those four Locos, and I was completely, I felt great on the two, and I wish I would have just stopped at the two, but I didn't know I'm just sipping on them. I didn't think anything of it. Before I know it, it's. I wake up, it's the middle of the night, it's like 2 or 3 a.m., I'm on the couch, like all discombobulated. And like I have Sophie had her disc disease really bad with her back, but I had her up there with me with the dogs, like protecting her. But I'm all like all jacked up on there completely out of, I'm like, what happened? Where am I? What's going on? And like, I, I couldn't figure it out. I went to go to the bathroom and I have all my snow globes. Like I'm a real dork. I, I collect snow globes from where I've traveled city wise wrestling. Cause I was like, for the longest time I didn't do anything. I'm in all these airports. I was like, I probably should get stuff to like remind myself when I'm an old man, uh, like, like of all the cities I've been in. Oh, I'll buy snow globes. Those are cool. I liked snow, snow globes as a kid. And, uh, it was either that or like shot glasses, which shot glasses would have probably been a little more manly. I went with the snow globes chicks, dig them though. They've done me a lot of good over the years. So I don't regret that decision. Um, and, uh, but I ended up, hitting where the snow globes are on the way to the bathroom. And I knocked off one of the snow globes and it went everywhere. The water and I was devastated. Oh, I broke one of the snow globes. I got to go back to that city now because I can't order them online. It's cheating. You got to buy it with the city airport that you're in or it doesn't count. Ryback psychology. I then uh, pissed and I thought it was a good idea. I went, got a broom and got a dustpan. I sweep it up. I throw all the glass <clears throat> portion, which, by the way, and all the sprinkle sprinkles in it, I threw those all out in the trash can, um, and I, and then I go back to bed. I, I get my, the dogs. I go upstairs. I go to bed. I wake up the next morning feeling like absolute ass, just headache. I mean, the whole day destroyed. The one of the worst hangovers I've ever had, and uh, I go back down into the downstairs bathroom to go to go piss. And uh, I'm, I'm looking in the toilet and I'm like out of it still. And I'm like, what is in the toilet? And I'm like pissing in the toilet. And I like finally, like I, I look and I like I'm, I don't even remember sweeping up the snow globe. And then I see the sprinkles still on the ground that were like wet still and it get, couldn't get up. And I go, oh, the snow globe. Yeah, that's right. I broke it. And then I'm looking into the toilet. It's the base of the snow globe. So I was so drunken out of it. I thought it was a great idea to sweep up the glass and throw the glass away appropriately in the trash can. But the big snow globe base, I thought I was going to flush down the toilet. Thank God that didn't make it. And uh, the power button here. So then uh, I'm sorry, TikTok. I uh, I had to put my hand in the, the piss water and, and get the base and wash my hands and then I was like, oh, I got to do a YouTube video for the week. And I did my Del Taco in the morning. Um, I knocked out the video before I went into my big fast. So that video, all that happened before that Del Taco video. of, And it's in the morning. You could tell, like, I look horrible. I look like death in the video. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to, I'm going to, I email or uh, message the woman, the owner at uh, Cafe Nofer about doing, I'm waiting. I'm going to have to message her back about doing a big monster cheat meal for the 400,000 uh, subscribers and trying to figure out something. We'll probably do like, that's where I'll probably end up doing the 48-hour fast is try to do like a 10,000 calorie huge vegan challenge or something. I because I haven't done one of those in a long time. So I'm thinking something along the lines of that. Or it might just be a cheat meal. we we'll have her in it. She's smoking hot. And uh, so I'm sure she wouldn't mind because they have a video section to record in there. Um, and they've asked me to come do it multiple times. So, uh, Ryback, I did not know that to clarify the contract, Cody did sign a multi-year control of his character, uh, a bus for himself and family travel, and I believe an executive producer role in Dusty Rhodes, uh, documentary. That's very cool. If that all is the case. I would question though them letting that get out uh the the control creative control I would I would say and knowing Vince and it all is dependent that that is something that that is was signed that they would not let get out so I would speculate that that possibly might portion of it might not be true which is why I think it's important to see though over time um where that goes Vince you got to understand because, Vince, that's the kind of thing that if that is given to a wrestler, you're probably going to have a, an, a non-disclosure uh, agreement put in place so that you don't, you're not talking. Because they do not like, if you notice, they don't like their salaries of most of the guys. That stuff's not all made public. Some of the stuff gets out, which I still think is is off by quite a bit on a lot of it. But a lot of the guys, the, that stuff is, is protected and it's to protect the promoters and, and it's shady in all the organizations. It all should be made public knowledge. But what's gonna happen is it's gonna up wrestler pay tremendously, uh, if it was public knowledge, because you're gonna see the the discrepancies in in that you're gonna be like, what it will sh- it will blow your mind. But uh I did know like with he had the bus already with with AEW. So that's where I again question the if he had that already, that you know, <clears throat> I don't know. Or did he get a deal where they they're covering that? I don't know. But uh the Dusty Road stuff sounds like that would be something that he would want. And if he did get all of that, it was that is amazing. But like I said, they typically that would not be leaked out if he did get that. And knowing what I know, in my opinion. Uh yeah, the goal, my goal is to finish the WWE legal stuff with my Ryback trademark, which we are awaiting their uh their everything on their end uh here in the it could be it could honestly be any day at this point and it's usually how it goes and i'll hear from my attorney uh on where we're at with everything and once that is finally completed uh i'm i'm gearing up right now like i have my eye kind of set on something timing wise and and i'll leave it at that <clears throat> I'm, I'm training very hard and my strength and like i could do pull-ups now i've got my shoulder i'm getting my external rotation uh, I've discovered the other way to break up the tissue that was stuck that I kind of hit a, hit a, hit a wall on. And, uh, it is like every day I've been, I've been morning to night guys. And, uh, but my thing is the legal stuff need, does need to be taken care of out of the way. I've got all my business stuff. Like I, you know, I obviously, I want to get back as quickly as I can once everything is done. Uh, cause I've been out now for six years off of TV out of the ring for a few. Uh, but I'm in my, like I said, fantastic shape. I believe I'm in the best conditioning I've ever been in. And it's just a matter of then seeing what I want to do, what is what is available, talking creative storylines. Um, I have no interest of in just going and doing matches with people. I think that is not the, if you've noticed like AEW and things, they could bring in anybody. It's not going to matter in the ratings. Creative matters. And I have a lot of big ideas. I've had a lot of time. Also, and and I know creatively that I I, I really love that part of the business more—the story aspect of long-term storytelling. On, and I believe I have a great following, which if it wasn't suppressed, would be so much higher right now. But if you look at my TikTok, that will give you a little. I I have I can I can I could be much much higher, and I have the ability to get casual people. in I have it. I've always had it. And it's not tooting my own horn like in an egotistical way. It's just if you ever meet me, people say you're the most down-to-earth person. I I really just I'm just a hardworking dude. I'm not afraid to be myself and have fun. And I think people appreciate that. And and then some people don't. I get a lot of hate too, as well, from the other portion that wants to read and believe all the BS or for whatever they don't agree with with something. And right. <clears throat> so uh, but I want to see and I, I like the entrepreneurship side of everything I'm doing in growing my brand. And I know, I believe like, I believe you cannot have major success in pro wrestling being on TV every week. I do not believe, I believe you have to have a certain schedule and uh, I've worked very hard and I'm going to, we're going to see, right. I'm not, like I've said, I have no interest of like never signing a contract ever again. It's like, Hey, I'll go sit in the bleachers and you figure out what to do with me. Never again. That's I, I've learned and I I never should have, I never should have from day one, but we all do. You all do in that position because it's your dream and, um, it, it, but it is strictly business. And, uh, that's, that's that. And and I'll, I'll take care of that portion of things when the time comes. Chris, thank you very much. Your son said to eat all the peels. Yeah, the peels are very healthy. I agree. I agree. I eat the lemon peels every morning with my fruit. Lemon peels are very good. They're very good for your mood as well. I'll eat anywhere from a half to a whole lemon with my fruit bowl every morning. And uh, it really, really helps with anxiety. And like it puts you in a good mood. A lot of fruit peels are, are very beneficial and the fiber content in them as well. But peels in general, skin, potatoes, peels, all of that. It's there's a lot of nutrients and fiber in that. Uh, would you consider going to Logan Paul's podcast? That would be great. Yeah, I'm sure once everything, you know, I've actually doing a podcast, a couple of them this upcoming week, uh, with a couple females, beautiful women. Uh the uh one of them's really, really popular. She's an actress. And I didn't know who she was. She just asked me to yesterday to do her show on Tuesday next week. Um, and then the other one is is Tal. Uh, backer who, who's done my Ryback Show podcast, she's from uh, Canada, Canadian, and uh, she has a podcast. I'm doing that. I don't know if we're recording this weekend, I gotta, she's just started promoting it. So, but I've known her forever, we've been friends for quite a long time. The Rogan one, I want Rogan's will be when I'm back wrestling. There's a lot, and uh, I wanted like stem cell wise, and obviously. Like I said, and having the five needing the five disc fusion and right shoulder replacement, and the amount of work and, and sacrifice and everything I've had to do to get my health back, and been very blessed, and it's 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 an incredible story that I want to tell it on a big platform and never tell it again because I tell it oh, like so often in bits and pieces, and if you still see like social media, people were like, "Where are you? What are you doing? Why aren't you wrestling?" It's just like it's it's heartbreaking to have to been honest from day one and not be able to you know. My one video on TikTok where I talk about it a little bit has like almost 6 million views. Where it, So I it was like, that one got out. But even then, that's just TikTok. I'm going to do another one, ask a question. I think I'm going to address it from beginning to end in like a 10-minute TikTok. So that it's all on one thing of what happened, why everything went the way that it went, and where I'm at. And then let people, and then either people like, oh, he's just lying. Or they'll be like, thank you for being honest. And that's that. Oh. do I like Mark Calloway? You mean the undertaker? <sighs> do I ever. Uh, thoughts on control your narrative. I'm very happy. I love everything. They're, those guys are doing all great guys. I've talked to Braun and they, they like, I, I don't share like other stuff like business stuff that's gone on, but like it's, I think everything's great that they're doing. I'm just not doing anything right now until I've got this legal stuff over and, you know, until I get my social media fixed and there's which the legal stuff should take care of all this. And, and then we could, we could, we could really put the pedal to the metal and get going. Uh, Let's see. Dominic saying he was not notified I was going live. Yeah, it's it's a real problem. It honestly it, it's and I tell you, it's the same thing that's happening on all the other uh platforms, is they will notify a very small portion of my followers. Not everyone's getting the notifications, not everyone has the notifications on, but typically the based off of everything I've seen and been told, I should get on average for any video that I do with with having near 40, 400,000 subscribers, my videos should hover around 40,000 views up. That should be the low end of it. And it's nowhere, some videos will creep up right randomly, but for the most part, they don't. And nothing is taken off since that all really set in and it's been now a long time with it and uh it just doesn't and it's like the twitter if if you're only getting 0.5 percent impressions you know nothing you say will ever go viral but yet i go viral almost every other day on tiktok and you go how can he do that there and that and then with all the same big following everywhere like nobody interacts they don't interact because they don't see it only a small portion so And then if that small portion interacts, even something that does well within that small portion, it only can make it to a certain level. And that's that that's why when I ever post something on Twitter, it needs to get picked up by dirt sheets. And then they will they usually post something and that's will get on people that don't follow me. That's where they'll start clicking on it, and that's what will get me to go up in the engagement. But even that it's still very minimal, you know. If you watch like wrestlers and guys like Carlito put out a tweet the other day on NXT. It was funny on the NXT with Rick Steiner. He has almost like 3,500 or 4,000 likes on it on that. I can't even tell you the last time I've ever had anything with that with 1.4 or 5 million followers on there. And I put out a lot of stuff that's done. I put out videos that have done 25, 30 million views on TikTok that that won't even get 100 likes, get seen by 0.5%. And you just I just go, I already know because we have the data of when all that suppression kicked in, which on Twitter was 2014 with WWE with that. When I started the the eat, tweet, delete, they and I started talking a lot more and that they, they literally it was overnight and I never noticed it. But we pulled the analytics and the data from we had the report and sent to the attorney and looked like, no, that's when your account something happened and it never has been fixed ever since. <clears throat> Instagram as well. I don't even. I can't even get a few hundred now likes on on Instagram. That started if you go look at my account early December. I think it was around December twelfth, thirteenth, or fourteenth. Uh, they shadow banned me and never fixed it, and it's never recovered. And they won't. They won't even. They won't even talk to me about it. They won't. I send in reports almost every day to ask them to please fix my account. Nothing. So. <clears throat> Yeah, Feed Me More Nutrition we will definitely, we're expanding the line. And it's going to be, it, it's going to have everything, a whole food, multivitamin. And I don't have a timetable. The legal stuff needs to be taken care of first on everything. Uh, Vince McMahon looked like a melted wax dummy when he got the stunner put on his ass. <laughs> I enjoyed all of that. I honestly enjoyed all of that. Watching him wrestle Pat McAfee, though, was like watching a very eerie horror movie. Like, it was odd. Like, I'm watching it thinking, like, in my mind, I'm thinking, this is the last time we're ever going to see Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. That's what that WrestleMania felt like to me, which is, it was, it was, and it won't shock me if it is. But I'll tell you, and I, and I, and I, and and I'm never, I don't wish any harm and even with all the personal stuff. And I believe he, like I've, I've already said everything I need to say, but I think you could, everyone could see, and he still looks great for his age, but he physically has taken a turn for the worse. And which is inevitable. Like as far as like the muscle mass and, and the, the, the body, because, and he's done stuff throughout his life. Right. With that. But I think once that, that hits and you know, his, knowing what i know like it's not a good thing it's never a good thing and he's lived a very hard hard life and uh and that's one of the things like people talk about like and we're gonna see and i have a feeling and i am gonna be right because i usually am that people that don't sleep as much which is always the narrative with him whether it's true or not but it looks like it is they, they they typically don't live as long and even though he You know, somebody that that, and if he would have slept seven, eight hours a night, six hours a night, you might live to be ninety-five, a hundred. If you take care of yourself, in your nineties. If not, you might only live into your seventies. That's a big difference. But we don't know yet, right? We don't know. I just know what I know and things, and what I know health wise and visually looking. I that I like, and I believe selling the company is on the horizon at some point, which and it's inevitable. That's not like me. It's just, but I think, I, I believe, I believe there's already, in what I know, a plan in place for that if he suddenly passes away, there are instructions with what to do with the company. Uh, I'm going to have to throw a shell shock in there. I apologize for the spamming. Uh, Alta, thank you for the super chat. Why is every release WWE superstar not having the same issues you're having? Why just you? Great question. This all stems, and so I've talked about this repeatedly. This is, I had my ankle injury over up there after Nexus with Skip Sheffield. They sent me to a doctor that had been sued 10 times for malpractice. The trainer, Matt Smith, got fired from developmental for making mistake after mistake after mistake. I forgave them, and I I did everything to fix all the things that screwed up on their end on all of this. All right? So I had suffered permanent nerve damage on an injury that should have been healed within three or four months. My bones were healed in under three months, by the way. They had done nerve damage, which I have to live with now. My big toe doesn't work. Okay, it doesn't go up, and I, I have nerve damage, and I don't know how it's going to affect me later in life. It, honestly, it, I've had stem cells in it. The nerve is not regenerated into my big toe tendon. We had a multi-million dollar malpractice suit. With this, WWE tried to fire me while they after they messed up the injury because they thought I was never going to wrestle again. So you guys have to understand that none of this is what you think it is like other wrestlers. If other wrestlers think it's just creative, the creative end of things that you saw was a result of what was going on back politically from legal stuff from all the way back to Nexus. So they tried to fire me. I said, no, you're not firing me. I had to go get attorneys. They overturned it. They didn't fire me. I said, I told Hunter and I had, I told Hunter straight up, I'm not going back. Hunter was going to try to put me back in developmental. Right. And, and, and then they were going to let me rot down there and fire after they they were initially that wasn't going to be the plan. And I said, nope, I am not doing that because I knew I could not do that because my ankle I could I could barely even walk like I was in a in a bad, bad way. I had a uh, drop foot. And this is. Much deeper than so many people understand, I uh, moved back to Vegas I tell Hunter, no, I'm not going to developmental. I'm moving home. He goes, okay, you can move home. I go, and then you're going to put me on the road. And they they did. I swear to God. And this is what caused stuff, though. But this is stuff he came at me in a certain way, and I had to come back at him with the facts. They knew they were legally screwed if they tried to do uphold their end on everything. So we're already now before I even debut as Ryback into this whole mess of a situation. I move home. I have a multi million dollar malpractice lawsuit with my attorneys. Open and shut case. We have the doctor that took out all the metal where the initial doctor put two screws through my perineal and superficial nerve. He was going to testify on the case. Open and shut case. Multi-million dollars. I would have to pay back a good portion to these attorneys and everyone. But I was going to make out very, very, very well on all of this. And rightfully so. Okay. WWE from Hunter with them. They debut me. Everything gets red hot. They put me in the main event with Punk and knowing what I know now and look back at the timing and what they do with contracts. They threw me into the main event with Punk. Money started getting really, really good. I was at the doctor's office, which Hunter had Jane Geddes, who was the head of talent relations, call me. They go, if I did not drop the multi-million dollar malpractice lawsuit, I was essentially going to be fired from WWE right as I got into the main event right? And in which I was told this call is off the record and I've discussed that and I've got that call saved. Like it is, this goes deep on all of this. I dropped the lawsuit for them out of good faith that they are not, I go, as long as you let me earn my money and I'll make it back in the company, I'll do this for you guys. Because they said they did not want bad publicity from the mistakes that they had made. So you have to understand why I have the attitude I have to them. I dropped a multi-million-dollar lawsuit for them, and the, the soon as the statute of limitations ended, they started screwing with me on TV. Okay, so now that happened. Hunter denied me the Muscle Magazines. They started screwing with my pay. My pay dropped instantly on all of that. Right after they took away all my merch, and then it was now we're now now we got you. You we we got you to give up the power that you were going to have, and so. That is why, and I was—I played good soldier, excuse me while I shell shock one more person. I played good soldier for them for the whole time I was there. I never said anything about it. I just said, I'm going to work my way out of it. And I literally broke my back and shoulder and they covered it up with pain meds. They didn't listen to me on things. And then once I left, that's when they wanted my social media because they knew I have all this stuff on them, by the way, which I've withheld certain things up until that's why I'm winning everything. All right. And I'm not afraid to talk about it because I know what I have at the end of the day. And I saved the big guns all the way to the end with all of this, with it. But I've won everything. So you have to understand this isn't like other wrestlers leaving with everything. They had a guy that got insanely over. And it was through all my hard work and dedication to all this and understanding of wrestling and psychology. I will fucking, I will not, I am not afraid to toot my own horn on all of this. That. I understand this business and through the years of doing it and I did it at first. And then when it clicked, it clicked and it clicked. And it's so easy to me now with all of that and through the hard work and my dedication with all of this, they knew though me leaving and talking about the truth of the company that, and they wanted my social media. And I have the forms I posted online that if I, that if I didn't give them my social media, which we didn't, they then did the next best thing being partners. They had me suppressed on every platform. They took my voice away. They pushed out massive lies like people do. I talk, I compared like with the Joe Rogan stuff. When he started talking, what did they do? They started from a media standpoint, started attacking. This is exactly what happened with just me and WWE, which is why I started pushing out all my content so people that follow me can know the actual truth of what's going on. But they created a hate for me, which they were even doing while I was there. And I didn't realize it at the time. And like, for instance, remember when I debuted early on and one more shell shock here. This is just to give you an example. And I was, everything was red hot. Do you remember the story that came out that that said I got beat up backstage by Brock Lesnar? How does something like that even come out? It was done to try to hurt my credibility with the fans that big tough Ryback isn't so big, bad and tough. That altercation never even happened. Me and Brock get along great. I got hit in my eye by, by, um, Haku's kid, um, Donnie Marlowe, who's I know him as in in Florida championship wrestling. uh, But he was when he was with uh, Hunico, Uh, when he was with Hunico on, before Hunico became Sin Cara, he was the first one to give me, and it was, he had to knock me off my feet in the, in a pay-per-view match. And, and he formed me and it got me straight in the eye. And, and it it, it was that blackened up. But from that, I got the black eye with the, the, the red eye. They then someone came up with a story that I got beat up by Brock Lesnar. I didn't even know that story was going around for the longest time with any of that. But that's the kind of stuff, and then all the other stuff, they were they were stuff being leaked out. and I and remember, I didn't find out till later. I go, "Where does this stuff even come from? None of it's true, but it was to create a hate which they are really good at doing if they want to try to control a narrative. Oh, he's dangerous. He's dangerous. So they would do storylines with it, too, to make it look like, oh, I hurt Punk's leg in the pay-per-view going into TLC. I had nothing to do with any of that. He was already hurt. That was all storyline. Kofi, all storyline. They did stuff with Daniel Bryan, all storyline. Though that, that people, it fits with that narrative of what they wanted to make my life more difficult. And they do it to other people that are there now. And I recognize it right away when I see it. So that's why it's not the same as other wrestlers that leave. And by the way, I wouldn't be the most followed or the most over guy on TikTok. I'm telling you, that would not be a thing if, if it was, if I, all platforms would be the same. I already, in the following, you just got to look at the following. You go, why does he have such a big following? And it's a real following. It's not bot followers with that. And why does he have such low impressions? It's such, but I can, my thing is, is I don't care if anyone understands. I already know what's going on legally. And it's like, I, I hate, I, I answered your question because you left a super chat. I hate talking about it because I've repeated it so many times and there'll be a million other people that don't understand. And they'll be like, oh, you're lying. Okay, I made the whole thing up. Cool. We'll see what happens when it's all said and done. Uh, Patrick, I hope you have a good night, buddy. Thank you for stopping by. But I've spoke openly about the business and about about the WWE and how they've done things, and they did not. They do not want that, and that's why. And I have things going on. They want a non disclosure agreement signed on this settlement thing, and it is not, it, it will be signed at some point in time once they obli- they come through on all their obligations, uh, and and making all the wrongs of the past. And they know they have everything, and and we'll see where everything stands at the end of it. I want nothing more than to move on from it. I want I want what is mine. I want to be made right. I'm winning the Ryback trademark, and and everything's going to be all 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 washed away here very shortly. And I have won. I've won by temp- telling the truth. Oftentimes, too, the people they they like to hate people that tell the truth, and then years later they look back and you know. And I think that's what's going to happen here. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Yeah, man, I was getting six-figure merch checks, and those stopped overnight. Like, that got cut off, I mean, very quickly. I'll never forget when Vince came up to me on stage uh, and just said, we're taking away all your merch. I just said, all right, cool. I said to him, this is when, uh, I didn't even, nothing even happened for this. This was just the the statute of limitations up, and uh, it was after he had me fall on my face with Mark, and he lied to me on that. And uh, with the horrific booking to make it look like I messed up my own finisher, by the way, to the hardcore audience, which I'm sure that I get people, they go, Did you trip and fall with him and mess up your own finisher? I go, No, we literally rehearsed that. That was in the, I, I didn't want to do it, but I was a professional and went out and did it because that's what they asked me at the end of the day with it, you know, which was really hard to, not, not, there's no one else that could have pulled that off strength wise to do any of that, especially with the injury already, but whatever. Whatever. It's all physical acting at the end of the day. The, the key is just to make sure you get better roles in the future. love your uh, chemistry with Phoenix Marie Will she be in any upcoming YouTube videos? yeah I gotta actually message her she, I just saw she got sick. We were supposed to to do something this week and uh I'm hoping I gotta I'll send her a message after this uh show actually to see how she's doing. Oh, I missed a super chat. Sorry, buddy. Dr. Chunky Biscuit 2.0. I love your name. Fantastic name. How are you, Back? I once met you in Nottingham, UK many years ago. I shook your hand, moved on, came and shook it again. But your guards hated it. Stay safe. (laughs) Nottingham, UK. Was that? uh, You don't have to do another super chat, buddy. uh, But was that... um, was that uh, for an independent show or for WWE? Because I believe WWE ran Nottingham. But I think I also did an indie appearance there when I first left WWE. <sighs> Ziggler's such a good wrestler. I agree. I love golf. He's one of my favorite people and uh, wrestlers myself. Dolph has been up there as long as I think Dolph has the longest behind Randy I think it's Randy and Dolph and Miz are the three longest and Kofi's up there too longest uh, tenured performers up there now WWE at the uh, Moto Point Arena okay I'm trying to think which one was Nottingham Is Nottingham the one with the big curtain all the way across where the stage is, and then there's a big curtain that goes? That's what I I I don't know why that one rings a bell. I I used to love those European tours though, because you'd go once or twice a year to those arenas, and it was like, you know, it would I I, I tell you I do actually if you spend so much time in those arenas that you you like I if you tell me an arena typically. I like in the in the states. I can I can remember what they look like visually pretty well. Yacht dog, uh, thank you for the super chat for the for the coffee money. Hey Ryback, can you say hey what's up, Ellis? Hey what's up, Ellis? I hope you're doing well and thank you very much, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Dolph. They said someone says Dolph uh, WWE treated Dolph as a punching bag for several years, keeping him uh, c-list. So no, again, it's just physical acting. Dolph is made probably as much money is as, as more probably with what his investments and thing. It's probably is made. He's probably one of the richest wrestlers on the roster, but like he's he's up there, and uh, you got to understand, man. He does his own deal. He's happy. He he lives life, man. He Dolph. Goes out, man. He does the comedy shows. He he goes out. He, he like He's living a good life. It's just, it is physical acting. And I think it, it the, the bad thing about it, this is what I recognize, though. WWE, if you want to do other things in life, it's beneficial to play as good of a role as possible. Otherwise, like, look at people still with me. There's people that will say, oh, you're a failure for not winning the WWE championship. How am I a failure going out and doing what was asked of me? It was like when I got put into the championship and knowing what you know, what I just told you about everything, but I got put into a situation that was never for me. It was for Punk to go on to face The Rock. How did I mess up? That's what I'm like. I try to get you guys to think and use some common sense and logic on things, and it's not – you know, but if you go back and when Stone Cold fought The Rock at WrestleMania and he lost, when Austin lost his last match at WrestleMania and played that role, was Austin a failure? Or did he find – was The Rock a failure when he lost to Austin on the other ones? It's odd, like, how people will view certain things and then go others and go, oh, he just failed. Like, I just I, I just go, you don't know. You don't know, man. You don't know. And it, it's not – I had massive success and have a, a a massive following from that success With it, and he obviously would have been nicer to play certain roles at certain times. But at the end of the day, it's just physical acting and Dolph understands that. And it's in Dolph and Dolph goes out and executes his role perfectly. No matter what. Super chat Ziggy, uh, will you be doing another wine with the big guy? I'm sure maybe at some point I enjoy just kind of chilling and relaxing, you know, when I do the wine and, uh, It's, uh, But I'm sure at some point there will be another one with it. No doubt. I just don't know when. Uh, Kayla, thank you again for the super chat. WWE doesn't sell talent. It sells characters. WWE, and I saw, you know, it's literally, it's a TV show. It, It is a movie production. It's a TV show. It is physical acting. We are physical actors that do our own stunts. And some people are better at certain aspects of the game than others. But at the end of the day, it's to be the most believable that you could be in whatever the role is that you're playing. But that's why, I too, I show people on my TikToks the creative aspect of me. And like, because I've been, I've been the same way from day one. Anyone that knows me know I don't, I haven't changed. I've always had sar- a sarcastic sense of humor, and I love comedy. I love being serious as well with that. But that's why a lot of people. They are afraid to show who they really are because they think then that people are going to like stereotype them. I'm not afraid to be funny on my TikToks because I know when I'm serious that I'm serious and I'm believable. I have that confidence. And that's, I believe, the greatest characters or the characters that can really just be themselves. And not just be who they want you to think that they are. Yacht Dog again. Hey, Ryback, can I get a follow back on Instagram? Just flat out No. I don't, I'm trying to unfollow as many people that I don't know on that. And it's not to be rude or mean or not. I, I can't, this is why I do this show and talk to you guys here. I can't answer DMs that you guys send or anything because it turns into Robert De Niro, the fan, stalker fan. And then what happens is, is people think it's okay to send messages on everything. I swear to God, and I'm not saying you're going to do this. It's just happened way too much I remember some people early on when I was doing like diff- the different things and trying to help people and give them advice on 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 health and fitness it turns into one question into that hey this then that then hey can I get a follow into then responding in, to every little thing like laughing at every little thing and you know like I don't I, I know a lot of people but I ain't trying to know a lot of people that makes sense. And that's why like, I enjoy the interactions. But I'll tell you, in the people that are here, I, and I have followed people, there's a couple that, that, that come on the things, and I end up liking, and they're normal. And I, once I sense that you're normal, then, then I'm like, okay. So I just always protect because it, things just get shady. Robert De Niro, like I said, Eminem, Slim Shady, you know, that, the, the song with the, uh, what's the song? About the fan, Stan. Yeah, I just it just it is what it is. I'm honest about it. Other people lie. Like I I just don't. I don't. And if I don't know you, like I ain't trying to go down that route yet. Super chat, feed me. Thank you, buddy. I know you talked about it before, but could you go into more uh, detail? How do you deal with hate, not just towards you, but towards people you love? Feed me more. Um, it's essentially, it takes, I do believe it takes having a a good self-confidence, which comes from learning and understanding and and doing the work. Uh, And I try to explain. So if we have stuff going on in our life and and we're happy, uh, it's easier to kind of forget that hate and to just keep living. That's why I say to try, I try to live in the real world as much as possible. Uh, There was a point and I'll tell you, like for me personally, the most frustrating part was needing a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement, especially very early on into that, and even when I left and knowing why I left and my body was breaking down, and then people you know saying all the lies and the hate you're never gonna do anything ever again, you're never going to be, and not being in a position to physically do anything about it at the time I'll say and i so I had to work really, really hard on. What can I focus on? What can I control? I have my business. The more successful my business is, the better I feel. That's my goal right now. Just keep my body to a certain point, get these stem cell procedures. I just I know the work I have to do, right? And so I would just go one day at a time and, and being consistent with what I needed to do. And that minimized the hate. And then eventually it just gets where you like, and for me, I, I see where it's coming from and it just it's it's not. It's not anything of, 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 of from somebody that that I would value, right with that so and, it, and even though even the good the good is great, but I know that I need to be doing the work and so that for me is staying busy and having real life interactions. you know if you have people you talk to and you're liked amongst your the, the people that you talk to, does it really matter what a bunch of strangers that don't ever met you don't know you think? no. So I think that is something I had a lot of practice with it, and at various points, on and where it's just like, I now just just choose to like not give it any power, on it, and it's just not worth my time. And it is they're going to believe what they want to believe, and it's just like, I think you can essentially something I, I said this today. It's funny you brought that up, but it's like it's essentially waking up with the attitude like, hey, happy whatever day. I hope everyone has an amazing, great day. F your opinion. That's kind of how I I like, I I like, I want the best for everybody, but F your opinion, good or bad. Just F your opinion. And like, but not dwelling on that, but that's just kind of the attitude. I'm just going to go live my life and I'm just going to be happy because at the end of the day, everyone's going to have their opinion, right? You know? Look Look at LeBron James. You know how much hate LeBron James gets? How much hate Tom Brady gets from people? I'm serious. Go look at the things. I mean people like it's crazy and I've just look I just go this is this is a breeze this is a breeze and I just find that the more stuff I have to be happy about in my life the 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 smaller that hate gets does that make sense and I'll tell you too on social media the different things having the filters you filter the keywords a lot of these people all use the same language I don't even see anything negative for the most part on Twitter or Instagram anymore and TikTok I just chose I go I just go I'm just not even going to allow them to even have access to me and we've eliminated them through filters on everything. And it's for the most part. And it it's and it's like uh, it doesn't mean and if I do see something I block and I always laugh because blocking them, I don't hate them or anything. It's the one thing that drives them crazier than anything is when you block them. And I think it's hysterical that and then that there's people who are like, well if you block you have thin skin. Oh I've got paper thin skin then you're the one that's agitated because you're blocked. And I just keep going on on that. And I know they're gonna make another account at some point. And they're gonna follow because they're they're hooked. They're hooked. But you just gotta real life, man, and finding real things to be happy about and, and interactions. It's somebody you could talk to in real life and 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 bounce things off of and, and not not hanging out, not hanging out in chats and things on, you know. I think too if you read a lot of comments on social media, you have a very uh it will it will it will Change your outlook on life for the negative because so many people are negative. You've got to really protect your positive energy and just say, I don't want to hang out with that crowd. That's like hanging out in a room with a thousand just people that are just miserable. Why? And then when you realize that these people that have that mindset typically are the same people that aren't doing that well in life, you're like, no, I don't want to be like that. So you start making better decisions on your time and how you use it, what you do, right? And that I think that will help a lot. Bully Ryback, your favorite Ryback gimmick was Bully Ryback. I'll tell you, Bully Ryback, it did not – I wish could have gone on for another year. It never paid off. They pulled me out of it to do a deal with Punk and then to go with Axel. And uh, I remember Vince – Vince, uh, we had a conversation after the – I don't know if it was after the Punk stuff, and I don't know what it was, but I, he goes – I just told him, I go, I go, I, go, I finally got – getting heat I get over with the bully gimmick. I go, I'm having the time of my life doing this. I go, it's hilarious. I go, all the producers, everyone love it. They're in tears. We're doing, we're all having a good time producing this stuff. And I go, then you just stop doing it. He goes, oh God, he goes, that was good shit. Like he like he was behind it and then he just stopped. And I am like, yeah. I go, well you stopped it. And he it was just that's I I that's the kind of stuff I have no time for man. I just go, what is wrong with you guys? You have something that's a layup with things. Like I ain't trying to spend hours of my day. That's what like now when I, if everything going back or ever, like I ain't sitting outside an office for three hours trying to get creative changed. I'm a physical actor. I'm going to know the role I'm playing before. If there's everything, if not, I'll never go back to anything. I don't care with that. I'm not playing. I'm running a business. I don't have time for that. And it's so, and I don't need the money. Like I'm, so I'm not, I'm not doing that. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to position to be in but. I, that was my, I, I, it was short-lived, man. I really wish it could have been. Those backstage segments were, the guys that, that were in those with me all did a fantastic job. Uh, appreciate all the love and support. IG, TikTok. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, if some people don't want to block social media people, that's uh, I understand that as well. I think it varies. I think once you get to a certain level, though, if you see, uh, like I said, putting filters on where you just things or people, it's it's a beautiful thing. They're not you're not even exposed to them to begin with. With that, it's uh, but when you start getting like massive hate for things with that, where the numbers and it just ruins social media because you can't even like you just want to go on to like to to do whatever and you see you know, 20 different things. It's just like the best is just eliminating it. And again, the filters are really, that's my best advice for people is words that you don't want people to like, if they use certain words, which with me, I have a list of like the, the comment, it eliminated everything. It's literally almost the same speech from the same type of human being. And it eliminated pretty much all of it uh, from ever coming through now on any of my stuff, which is absolutely beautiful. I just don't want, I don't care to see it. Like it's never going to stop me. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't, I just know, like I already know the person's, I just keep doing my thing. I just rather, I think it's even funnier that they don't even get to even, don't even get to see the split second of it. <clears throat> uh, I do watch Impractical Joker sometimes. I I haven't, I think I've missed some of the newer episodes. But I've seen all the older ones. Ah, thank you, Brand, for finding the channel. I'm glad to have you on here, my man. Uh, Ashton Super Chat. Why do you think it's Roman and Brock always at the top? Well, those are the two guys that they, they have featured and they have on bigger deals. and. I think they both, I think those guys should be on top. But I also think there should be more people on top with that. And I don't know why I'm wearing a hat randomly. A hat popped on me on TikTok. That was very odd. But with that, I'm actually going to stop the TikTok stream because my phone is going to die. Hold on, we're not going to stop the show yet. Swing over to Ryback TV though, guys. Thank you. Let me stop this. All right. I wanted to get that stopped so it saved to my TikTok. Very nice. 56,000 people on the show today. Appreciate the love, TikTok. Thank you very much. Uh, I just think there should be more people at the top with Roman and uh Brock, as you see, because they can only wrestle each other so much. You need you really want a a a, you know, eight to ten guys, I believe, that are in that that around that, but and I don't know, I count the top of my head, I don't I don't even I don't think they have that. <clears throat> if you're in Vegas, modern vegan, Cafe Nofer, uh there's a million places, uh Veggie House, Chef Kenny's, two V ve- those are vegan sushi places you will not regret. Uh, there, there, man, there's so many modern vegan, those real right near the strip. And, uh, you will, you'll be very happy plant powered, uh, the plant powered, um, fast food place. That's, that's on the other side of town away from the strip, but amazing. There's a lot of options. All my vegan food videos on YouTube, you'll see all the the good food garden grill, garden grill is another, they, such a great menu. Um, smash burger i just had that was that was fantastic smash me baby burger sorry but uh yeah there's a lot of places man but with that guys i'm seeing if there's one more question on that the uh we're gonna wrap up today's show i gotta go charge my phone i gotta get some stuff done i gotta work on my shoulder and uh, also get the dogs out here for a little bit. Uh, but thank you very much, as always. Thank you, Instagram, uh, as well, for for tuning into the live stream. Check out my Feed Me More nutrition line on feedmemore.com. Save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That is the best way to show your love and support for everything. And uh, I will be back probably Friday or Saturday. Probably most likely Saturday uh, recording on here for the Ryback Show. If, if, if possible, if I can get it in tomorrow, I'll try to get back on. Uh, but it's looking like it'll probably be Saturday, maybe do a little SmackDown uh, review of what I saw on there as well for everything. With that. But other than that, guys, uh, thank you very much for listening, for watching. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.